Good evening, my lovely listeners, and welcome to the bungalow. Here we are, pulling into the late days of January, and my winter cold has only just begun to recede. I'm sure the respite will not last, but while my sinuses are partially clear, I can get behind the microphone and introduce tonight's episode. This is a really special one, for two reasons. First, it is not an erotic audio. Way back in my very first episode, I promised that I would be sharing audio stories of both the sexy and safer work varieties. While it's true that the majority of my work falls in the sexy category, tonight's offering lands firmly on the side of romance. There is no sex, but a strong implication that sex is just around the corner. Second, what makes this episode particularly special is that I have the pleasure of sharing the work of both a writer and a performer that I genuinely respect. Unlike the previous stories on this podcast, tonight's episode was not written by me. It was written by Clax Writer, a very talented writer who often publishes her work on the various erotic audio subreddits. It is with her permission that I am sharing tonight's audio, a radio play entitled Frozen Lasagna and Other Aphrodisiacs. I have included links to Clack's Reddit profile and her Twitter in the notes of this episode, and I highly encourage you to check out her work. I must also give thanks to my co-star for this episode, read by Renee, who first drew my attention to Clack's script. Renee is a talented performer, a consummate professional, and a far greater editor than me. She's the one who put our collaboration together, and the audio quality is choice. I am truly thankful that she allowed me to collaborate with her on this piece. She was also kind enough to stop by this podcast for a chat to discuss her background and her process. It is with great pleasure that I welcome my friend and one of my favorite voices, read by Renee, to Benji's Erotica and ASMR. Renee, can you talk a little about how you first got into the audio space? Yeah, um... That's actually kind of interesting because, man, I was watching American Idol. (laughs) This is a true story. Watching American Idol decades ago. I don't even remember when, like, it was super hype, maybe early 2000s or something like Mm. that. And there was this um, computer software that they developed with their brand. And what I didn't know at the time was that it was basically a digital audio station. But I just knew that I wanted this music-making software by the American Idol Company (laughs) and uh, got that little software. And it was basically my intro into working with digital audio um, interfaces and editing and all sorts of stuff. And what I mainly used it for at the time is I have a heavy... Um, performing arts and dance background. So whenever I would have um, solo performances for something that was like choral related or dance related, I would use that software to basically mix the music in a way that would match what the performance is going to be. Because oftentimes when you're doing these performances, you're not using the entire track or it could be multiple songs mixed together. And I just really enjoyed the process of doing so to the point where I didn't just do it for myself, I did it for family and friends and when I went to college for different projects and just slowly over time fell in love with the ability to use 
um, digital formats as a way to share the love of performance and music and also storytelling. And uh, that's how I ended up here today is just doing these small projects that I was passionate about over the years where it just built up my skills and now I get to use it for purposes like uh, what we're here to share with everybody today. So you're using the audio software. You're proficient in that. You're already in the realm of the arts. When did you turn the microphone around and start recording yourself? Um, It wasn't really something that I personally thought about. It was more so something that was told to me. Uh, people in my life just telling me that they like the sound of my voice. Um, and then me deciding to just put some samples out there and see what stuck, really. I didn't necessarily go after um, doing this. I just have always, always loved storytelling, bedtime stories, used to read or listen to something every night. And then one day I was just like, you know, enough people have told me to try. Why not just try it and be the person on the creation side instead of the person on the consuming side? I think that's one of the things I appreciate the most about you, or at least something I admire a great deal now that I know you. Your ability to say, here is a thing that I have, and here is what I'm going to do with it. I feel like I tend to fall into things, whereas you have a much more dedicated mindset. You say that, but it feels like happy accidents to me, personally. How so? You may see it differently, but that's the way I see my life. I just, I am opportunistic, I guess. <laughs> Potato, tomato. So we come to the present day, and you find Clack script, frozen lasagna, and other aphrodisiacs. Yes, indeed. What spoke to you about that script in particular? What caught your attention? Well, it wasn't the title, but her description of the script, it just sounded like it was just going to be the cutest thing ever. And then when I read the text, I'm like, I would just read this over and over and over again. I like to pick things that I'm excited about just baseline. And I just thought it was one of the cutest things that I have read. And I'm Mm. just became determined after that to want to see it brought to audio form. And I'm just like, if nobody else is going to do it, that's what I'm talking about, being opportunistic. If nobody <laughs> else is going to do it, I'm doing it. So you were the one who brought this to my attention. And what I enjoyed about the script is that there are so many scripts out there and they really run the gamut from realistic and immersive to more frivolous or... Porn logic? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, if that's your cup of tea. But with this one, the characters felt real. I could believe the people. I could believe in yes. them. Yes. You believe they have lives that exist outside the story, like beyond the page. And it's not quite as real as real life, right? Because these characters are both charming and sweet and... It feels very much like a romantic comedy. Yeah, it had the perfect little sprinkle of Hallmark magic, that <laughs> formula that we all love, but also with characters that were written in a way that, like you said before, believable people with human depth and breadth and complexities. And I just love things that are heavy on plot. Um, and there were just so many awesome moments where the script moved from place to place to place where... It was irresistible um, for me to not try to do something with it. And you did so well. Oh, 
This was the first time I'd really collaborated with someone. Same. And I have to give you full credit for this. You really pushed for us recording together, not recording them separately and then editing them together. And, oh, man, <laughs> what a difference that made. Being able to bounce off of you and being able to do multiple takes and just goofing around. Oh, yeah, I had an absolute uh, ball doing it together. Um, not that it wouldn't have worked with us both recording remotely, but there's just certain aspects of, especially since all of this is not like we know each other, we mm -hmm. have a relationship outside of this space or something like that where you can spend time with people. There's other projects that I've done collaboratively that are local where it's like that. You kind of know the person that you're dealing with. But with this, the only exposure I have to you is through your art. Yeah. But that does not tell me what your creative process is to produce that final result. Oh, yeah, that's true. And so there's no way for me to know what type of energy you might be bringing or even how you read or hear the script in your head as opposed to the way that I read and hear the script in my head. Because so many moments are left up to interpretation. And so it would... Um, cause us to kind of like default to one version of the reading versus something that truly feels like a collaboration um, where it develops as we're developing and teasing out what type of chemistry our characters have with one another based on our own interpretations. And talking to one another, we really found those little moments that just wouldn't exist if we recorded in a vacuum. I just really appreciated that you were willing to, you know, at least for this first time collaboration, plus I was pretty nervous about it going in, willing to work with me to just see, okay, what do we sound like together and how can we <laughs> play off of that versus trying to imagine and come up with what the overall chemistry would have been. So I definitely appreciate you, you know, stretching a little bit beyond yourself for a moment there to indulge me in that. Oh, are you kidding me? It's the most fun I've had in front of a microphone since I can't remember when. <laughs> Most of the time, it's just me here in my closet yelling at myself for flubbing a line. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's part of the territory. It was, it was a real joy to do. And I'm so happy that you agreed to do it with me. Thank you for saying yes. <laughs> How could I say no? I also need to give you your laurels for your technical know-how. You edited this together and did an absolutely bang-up job of it. But we should get to the actual audio. So before we wrap this up, how can listeners find you and uh, what are you working on now? Yeah, so I do have a little new project that I'm working on, planning to launch a series of sleep aids, relaxing stories, bedtime stories. And you can find me anywhere, um, basically at Read by Renee. And that's spelled R-A-N-A-E, Read by Renee. And that's social media. Um, that's the name of the upcoming podcast as well, Read by Renee, and also readbyrenee.com. Again, R-A-N-A-E. Thank you so much for stopping by, Renee. And thank you for being such a fun scene partner. I, I could not have done this without you. No. And I would not want to do this without you. Thank you. And I hope that your audience enjoys it, even just, just an ounce of the amount that I did putting this together. Bye-bye. That was Read by Renee. I have included links to her socials and website in the notes for this episode. Normally, this is the point where I give a summary of the audio and let you know about any kinks or possible triggers. But because this is a romantic radio play, 
there really isn't anything to warn you about. Clack's own summary for this episode reads as follows. Sometimes the last thing you want to do is go home for the holidays, but when two people find a special connection with each other, anywhere can feel like home. And now, the legal. All characters portrayed in this story are 18 years old or older. This story is copyright Clax Writer, all rights reserved. This audio was made by an adult for adults and is a work of fiction. So, with no further ado, I am proud to present Frozen Lasagna and Other Aphrodisiacs, written by Clax Writer, performed and edited by Read by Renee, and yours truly. Y'all take care now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy holidays. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Mm. This snow is really coming down now. Hey, so uh, usually I would close early today, you know, with it being the holidays and all. But if you want to carry on nursing that cup of coffee and that half eaten pastrami sandwich for a few more minutes, that's not a problem with me. Oh, oh my God. I didn't realize the time. I'll, um, uh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I, I, I guess I just lost track. Hey, no, and, um... no, you can slow down. <laughs> Sit down <laughs> and stay a bit longer if you want. And besides, I could not throw you out in the weather when it looks like this. You might as well stay until it eases off and... I have to clean up and do a whole bunch of things anyway, so it's no problem. Oh, no, 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 I don't want to impose. You you don't want me hanging around. You'll get in trouble with your boss and everything, and I, mm -hmm. I, I, I'll just go. Mm. Yeah, the boss. Right. We should ask her. Give me a second to just check. Hey, uh, boss, is it okay if we stay open a little while longer for this cute guy? He's not ready to go home yet. It's no problem? Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Guess what? She says you can stay. She's so nice, isn't oh, she? Girl uh... after my own heart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to assume. No, don't, don't sweat it. I'm just messing with you. I am indeed the owner of this fine establishment. And, well, the waitress and the pot scrubber, an accountant, and of course the PR genius. Surely you've seen my award-winning bagel campaign. A classic <laughs> renaissance woman right here in front of you. Yeah. Take it all in. <laughs> my name is Renee, by the way. Hi, I'm Benji. I never would have guessed that. You're trying to tell me your name is not Pastrami on Rye Guy. I'm so shocked. And please... To meet you. I hope you don't mind me hanging out here for so long this afternoon. I just uh, didn't really feel like going home. I get that. And enough said. Uh, family is visiting. It can be kind of tough dealing with everybody in the same household like that this time of year. Well, uh, no, it's not exactly like that. Oh? So then, what's so terrible there that you don't want to go home? 
Oh, well, it's, um, it's more like what isn't there at home. I mean, mm. my family all decided to go to Aspen for the holidays, so I'm kind of at a loose end. I thought of going back to my empty apartment uh, doesn't really fill me with holiday cheer. Mm. You didn't want to go with? Oof. Me and skiing, that is a sight to behold, and not in a good way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tried it for the first time last year and ended up nearly braining myself. No thanks. Not for me. Uh, yeah, I, mm, I avoid the snow at all costs, which is crazy <laughs> considering that I live here. But, well, you, you know what you could do is just hang out in one of those, uh, what do they call those things? Like the, the log cabin thing mm -hmm. where you go and just get drunk when you finish falling on your ass all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those places. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think it just, it isn't really my scene. You tend to meet a lot of uh, city types, especially this time of year. You know, uh, hedge fund managers, stock traders and the like, all there to spend their huge bonuses and do nothing but talk your ear off about their portfolios the whole time. Uh, I see. So the opera ski is more like opera douche. Gotcha. <laughs> Pretty much. I guess that means no Aspen for you then. And uh, no girlfriend or anybody? Uh, no. Well, we split up. You know how it is. Actually, she uh, ended up with one of the hedge fund managers. Oh, fuck. No wonder you hate skiing. Yeah. I mean, things had kind of turned sour between us anyways, so it it wasn't totally unexpected. Mm. Well, how come it didn't work out? I mean, if that's, if you don't mind me asking, you don't have to tell me, obviously, but, you know, tell you what, that was too much, prying a bit, just forget that I asked. Stupid <laughs> question. No, no, it's fine. I feel comfortable with you. Like I can, well, you're going to think I'm such a dork. I I can't, I can't tell you. <laughs> I mean, you realize who you're talking to, right? You want to talk about dorky. You have a notice that my menu is in alphabetical order and color-coded by numbers of calories, right? <laughs> right. Right. Well, no, it's just... it. It's a, it's a bit of... It's a bit cliched and kind of embarrassing. Ooh, my favorite. I mean, I won't judge. Um, honestly, I've had my share of messy breakups, so the floor is fully yours. Well, um, she wanted me to talk dirty to her. What, like in bed? No, see, that, okay, see, that was the thing. I mean, mm. I mean, that would have been difficult enough for me, but uh, she insisted that she only wanted me to do it over the phone. Like, when I was away, and I'd call her, and she would just want to do that. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of weird. I mean, not the talking dirty part. You know, plenty of people like that. So I've heard. Um, <laughs> but she just wanted to listen to you? 
Yeah. So she said she found this. <laughs> yeah. She said she found this website with like audio porn hmm. or something. And that was the way she liked it. But it was just so tiring having to come up with something new every time and all the time. Like she'd even want me to do it when I just called to ask what we needed from the store. Oh. Exactly. I mean, how do you make dirty talk about milk and cereal? Mm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> let me think. Let me think. Mm, honey, why don't you come and feel my lucky charms? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. <laughs> Captain Crunch, I want to cover you in my cream. No, no, please. It's... Too bad. I mean, actually, it's, that was that was pretty good, but I, it, it, it kind of accurate. I, I anyway. Uh, <laughs> Very happy to oblige. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's being embarrassing. No, no, you're not embarrassing. You're. Uh, I, I, I'm. Look, I'm. I'm really taking up too much of your time. I. I should be going. Hey, now listen, Mister. You're not the only one. You know. There are other people out there who have no social life to speak of either. You? No. No way. I would expect that you've got... What? So you think I have like a hot date lined up? Yeah, with my cat and this fire frozen lasagna, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Still, I wouldn't want you to keep your cat waiting on my part. Yeah, he's an asshole anyway. He only wants me for my tuna. Or... Maybe that lasagna. He is orange, after all, and walks on two legs. <laughs> and let me guess, not a fan of Mondays. Hey, you know him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm enjoying being here with you. How about some more coffee? Or, you know what, just... Wait there for a second. I think I have some old wine in the back. I'll go get us some. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Okay, I'd, I'd like that. All right, great. I'll be right back in a second. And uh, help yourself to any of the leftover cakes, if you like. They're only going to be going to the trash otherwise. Oh, sure. This one. Blueberry pancake sponge surprise. Wow. <laughs> I think I'm falling for this girl already. Hey, uh, did you say you needed something? Uh, no, 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 no nothing. I, um, oh, hey, I, I didn't know you had a piano in here. I never noticed it before under all these boxes. Seems kind of odd for a downtown diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, trying to go for an old-timey, you know, Western saloon type of vibe, but it wasn't very popular. So it just ended up being <laughs> another place to store the napkins. Oh, that's a shame. And here you go. It's not really warm anymore, but hopefully it'll do. To not wanting to go home. Cheers. Cheers. 
<laughs> so, uh, do you play? Oh, well, no. Well, I used to. It, not that I was much good, but I enjoyed it. I, I loved it. In fact, I, I haven't been doing it for a while, though. I just never seemed to find the time when I was going out with... With Miss Dirty Talk? Yeah. She said she hated piano music. Said it was boring. Uh. <laughs> what? And I'm making a face again, aren't I? I just... I don't understand that. How can she not... Uh, you know what? N no comment. That's all I have to say about that. You... like piano music? I mean, yeah. Who doesn't? Do you, um... Do you like it when it's played by cute guys? Mm, <laughs> I did call you that earlier, didn't I? I believe so. Mm, very well spotted, young Skywalker. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's find out, shall we? Why don't you play something? Oh, oh, no. No, really, I, um, I couldn't do that. Oh, come I, on. Uh, okay. Um, but what do you want to hear? Anything. I'll take anything. This piano has been out of commission for way too long. <laughs> What's your favorite? Well. Hmm. Okay. But, um, just remember... I'm a little rusty. Oh my god, just stop. Just stop and play already. Stop with the caveats. Okay. Okay. okay.
<sighs> Fuck me. This... I mean... You liked it? Like? Just, uh, let me figure out how to pick up my jaw off the fucking floor. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> it was beautiful. What was that? It's called... Just You and Me. It's by Ellen Lackner. Well, yeah. uh, I don't even really have any words. <laughs> what made you pick that one? Well, maybe I was inspired by someone. Mm, inspired. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> well... Anyway, I think you should definitely take up playing again. Man, I just wish I was talented at something like that. Hey, you are. I am. Oh yeah? What's my talent? Making pastrami sandwiches. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, come on. You said it yourself. You're a renaissance woman. You have a successful business. Run single-handedly, no less. Mm -hmm. And you're good at what you do. I saw you with the customers earlier. You, you make people feel welcome and warm and... Um, <laughs> I mean, that's just basic marketing 101, though. No, no, it's not that. It's genuine. And believe me, I've, <laughs> I've met enough fakers in my time to know the real deal when I see it. You're sweet, and you're kind, and you're funny, and, um, and you make, um, absolutely terrible malt wine. Oh my god. god. I'm so sorry. It's, it's bad, isn't it's it? It's so bad. It's so bad. Ugh. I probably should have warned you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that any actual alcohol content boiled off a long time ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Um, but you know mm. what? Come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, well, um, you know, maybe that's for the best because, because, you know, if, if there was alcohol in this horrific concoction, we wouldn't want to, um, you know, we wouldn't want to lose control of ourselves. Mm-mm. Definitely not. We mustn't let the wine go to our heads no. because uh, because that would be uh, that would be terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would definitely be really, really bad. That would be irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 Mm.
Whoa. Um, I, I, I honestly didn't mean for that to happen. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I definitely did. devastatingly beautiful piece of music that women just fall at your feet. Well, if it was my move, um, it's not been a very successful one so far. <laughs> Until now. Until now. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> doing that or mm. things uh. might get serious oh you um you're you know what you're probably thinking of heading home now anyway or or maybe not home this is this is much better than home this is home. I can't think of anything I could possibly want right now more than being with you. That's a relief. <laughs> Me too. Well, actually, I happen to live upstairs, so technically, I am home. But <laughs> I get what you're saying. God, you are so fucking adorable. <laughs> upstairs besides, you know, my gourmet frozen lasagna and a really pissed off cat. Mm, uh, what? A bed. Oh, oh. Oh, well, that's, um, 
That's certainly very, very interesting. Um, just the one bed. Yeah, just one. Hmm. Well, I, you know, I think we probably both need to go up there and investigate this and see what we're really dealing with up there. You know what? You just read my mind. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that's my heart. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> oh. Hmm. 